0: Can you imagine marx on jury duty seeing this criminal like becoming judge and defendant at the same time? Like, huh?
1: Marks is the Mm. most gullible motherfucker in the world. (laughs) Like, you know that (laughs) is true.
2: I am very gullible. He's gonna gonna, hit that
1: straight. I can see Marks fucking like kind of squinting as like the guy runs across (laughs) to either side of the court and he's like, huh? He's like leaning over to the guy next to him and like, are they are they supposed to do that? And then the guy
2: runs over from the judge thing, over beside me, and I'm just like, yo, is he, is that, is that legit? And the guy's just like, yeah man, it's totally fine. Uh, excuse me one second, as he runs back (laughs) over, he turns himself back into the judge. (laughs) (laughs) Hello everyone, and welcome to Absurdist News, I'm Mark. I'm Marks.
0: I'm Max. Hola Max, I'm Dave. Hi, David. Hi, Hi Dave.
2: Oh, oh okay. Oh, I, thought I, we were... I thought
0: I was going back to Mark, so I'm confused. Yeah, I thought
2: so, too. You know, like, we're a three-man team here. How dare you try and take this away from me, Max? Why are you looking at me like that?
1: Max is rocking this back is and forth for those. where we take four crazy, wacky articles, and one of them's false, and more of them are true. So let's talk about what our topic is today with Marks in the host seat. Marks, take it away.
2: Wow, I feel so like honored right now. Like, is this how you guys feel? I don't know if I
0: introduce you. I just I feel like more and more Max is trying to hijack the show and interrupt as much as he can because he's just like I have things to say. We listen to the the intro every
1: fucking week for like two years. I'm sick of it. I'm bored. Like (laughs) my point. My point exactly.
2: (laughs) Ouch. Okay, geez, I'll go get vocal reconstruction surgery or something so that it changes it up. But all right. So this week. We're going to be talking about four news stories related to emergency services, Uh Um, specifically either police or firemen. Nothing to do with like the like EMS or any of that type of stuff.
0: Are we going to
1: see emergency services except for the emergency medical service? You know,
0: (laughs) I didn't think about that one before I said it out loud. Are we going to see a person try to rob a cop at a cop convention again? Are we going to see a firefighter try to rob a cop? Oh, that'd be interesting.
2: These are all real big spoilers. So without further ado, oh. we're just gonna hop right into this episode. And also no. Um, okay, so article number one spoiler. spoiler. Is, <laughs> article number one is nudists with a fifty-five-year-old fire truck help firefighters contain a wildfire in
0: Tennessee. <laughs> my mind's racing already.
2: (laughs) Dave, please save it for your private time. (laughs)
0: I'm just thinking about nudists and using his own personal hose. So (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty
2: good. That's pretty good. Okay. So a group of nudists with a 55 year old fire truck helped firefighters contain a multi acre bushfire on Wednesday, protecting a trailer and a power pole in the process. All right. Dave is just laughing out loud, but I'm going to get through this article here. Um, On her way home from work, nearby Rockhaven Lodge, Nudis Park resident Susan Palmer says she saw smoke and called 911. After that, she got her neighbors involved. I looked out to my left and saw a lot of smoke, and I thought, that doesn't look good, Palmer said. I got in touch with some of my guys and said, take the fire truck and go. Some of my guys. The (laughs) Park... You know, the nudist boys. Uh, the, The nudist park she lives in has a 1964 Ford fire truck capable of holding 500 gallons of water, according to Palmer, who said it was the first time the vehicle has been used in a large fire. Three park residents helped county firefighters keep the blaze from burning down a nearby mobile home and power pole. Park residents also helped out by using a tractor to move hay bales away from the blaze. They're the ones that initially saw it, and they came over here. Then obviously all the other neighbors got involved, the property owner said. I'm very fortunate to live where I live. Everybody looks after each other. It's a good day. And that is the end of the article.
0: So my mind is racing, because once I heard nudists putting out bushfire, I mean, the (laughs) ways you can go with that is (laughs) (laughs) un-freaking-believable.
2: Listen, I've thrown the basketball up. I'm ready for you guys to do the alley-oop here is all I'm saying. Oh, I'm I like, mean,
0: I've well, am, am I the only one who picked up? I'm sorry, Max. Am I the only one who picked up on that? Nudist putting out a bushfire? <laughs> like, that's horrible wordage. Like, I, I'm sure it's true. But what are you doing, newspaper writer? <laughs> horrible wordage.
1: <laughs> you know, I never really think about nudists like, having cars and shit.
2: Isn't that kind of like a weird thing to think about? Just like a nudist like in a BMW, just like driving on the like highway a, or something. I've always thought like
1: of
0: them more like the Amish.
1: But I guess there's no reason for that.
0: Oh, I, I I thought you were gonna go the route that you always view them as walking, not like in a carriage or on a horse. You just they just walk everywhere. Well that too. All
1: right, fair enough, fair
2: enough. Fair also, day. I love how you compared them to the Amish, when I'm pretty sure, like, they would not get along with no, the Amish at all. Probably oh, no. not. But
1: like, I don't know, it's just,
2: like, communities,
1: I guess. Like, little hubs. Yeah.
2: But, like, I, I've never hugs. had a
1: more vivid image than just the thought of, like, a fucking fire truck, like, alar- like alarms blazing, <laughs> swinging around the bend with, like, nudists, like, holding on to the side. <laughs> like flapping in the wind
0: I was about to say there's something else flat around the side but alright imagine that fire truck the firefighters are just trying to fight this fire they hear this ringing woo woo it's like oh thank god there's help coming and all of a sudden you just see a bunch of naked people like what where's what what's happened what and they're just grabbing hoses and different types and just spraying at the water and did, they put, did they put the fire out did, it, did they save the building
2: or whatever or the bush? Well, it was it was a wildfire, and they did help the fire department w- control the wildfire fire in certain areas. Right, also, picking good. up those barrels of hay, kind of close to the like woods and stuff like that. All
0: right, very good. Uh, by the way, going to Max's <laughs> earlier comment, I w- there's nothing more that I want to see now than one side of a neighborhood filled with Amish people, and literally adjacent to that neighborhood, a nudist colony, that <laughs> has. <laughs> That has potential to be a reality TV show or something like that.
2: Wait, reality TV
0: show? Oh, yeah. she you pitch this as a reality TV show? Think about TV it. Show? You have these nudist colony <laughs> enticing the Amish people to let loose, join their ways, and being free instead of all tightly... Uh, Clothed and everything, and then you have the Amish people on the other side, like, no nudist colony, what you're doing is terrible. Come, we will show you the proper way to live, the way, a way to dress yourselves. So it's like a competition, it's like who's gonna bend first, the nudists or the Amish. Welcome, everyone, Who to another think-
1: episode of Nudes and Prudes on last week. <laughs> <laughs> Last Dude, week, we caught Abraham sneaking out of the barn, shedding his
2: suspenders. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, that's the first step.
2: It's like the nighttime, and then there's like a barn, and then you see a bunch of nudists just like waving a guy over, and then this one Amish guy just like walks over, and then you just don't see it. But right by the door, you see the trousers hit the ground, and you're like... <gasps> you don't, <laughs> no, you but just don't next see week. his butt. <laughs> but, <laughs>
0: He just removes the suspenders, and already that's it. He lost. Like nothing else is off. It's just the suspenders. And then once that hat is thrown to the ground, oh, forget it. And don't get it's me started. And don't get me started on the ladies throwing bonnets everywhere.
2: Hold on a second. Does that mean like if a nudist puts on a sock, then like is that, it like game over? Game they're over. already converted. They're no oh, longer shit. nude.
0: That you have an article of clothing on. Oh shit. Speaking of articles. <laughs> okay.
2: Let's move on <laughs> to article number two. Wow, that was a very smooth transition just until transition. I said that. Uh, so that's, that's a look of disappointment in me. Um, all right, so this article is called, somebody should call the police. It says, RCMP officers watching van being torched. Um, so I just want to <laughs> preface this, c- Canada, RCMP, that's our Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Gotcha. So it's like, these are police people.
1: And they have a uh, van?
2: So, they were watching a van get torched we'll talk more about the mounties once i'm through the article but one step at a time (laughs) a group of rcmp officers watched helplessly as a white lobster fisherman broke into an indigenous fishery vandalizing the property and then setting fire to a van the officers stood on standby while not appearing to mobilize or start to advance on the suspect While the incident occurred on the fishery, officers were apparently unsure of what to do in the event that the man actually owned the fishery, and thus he was only destroying his own private property. As nearby residents started to investigate, many were upset with the lack of response by the officers. I don't know why they didn't do anything. I even heard one of them say somebody should call the police. I couldn't believe it, said local Margaret Johnson. Uh, The RCMP have yet to offer an official statement on this incident. And that is the end of the article.
0: Can I ask a quick question? Uh, sure. It's just, it's a fisherman, lo- it's like a lobster fisherman that burned his own car.
2: Well, it was an indigenous fishery but it was a lobster fisherman who was, like, vandalizing and destroying property.
0: Okay, I, I don't know why, but I just pictured a man dressed as a lobster torching his own car.
2: Oh, you meant, like, a lobster fisherman, like a guy who was a, embodying a lobster yeah, who goes and fishes. So, for
0: whatever reason, he dresses as a lobster and while he's fishing, and then all of a sudden yeah, he just burns his own car. It's a
1: common misconception. It's actually a lobster, fish, or man. Oh, they weren't sure.
2: Okay. <laughs> Well, hold up a second. Is a lobster a fish or a man, then? if Okay.
0: That's the question.
2: <laughs> I, see, I see why this is a common misconception now. Yeah. This makes sense
0: to me now. <laughs> Look, I'm old. I need, all, I need all the answers I can get, man. I, that's why I ask these <laughs> questions. I'm so lost in this new generation of lobster fishermen. <laughs> <laughs> is it a lobster fish or a lobster man? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's why I'm asking these important questions. We'll,
1: we'll okay, have to dig if... to the bottom of this.
0: <laughs> you know, once again, we talk
2: about a lot of uh, investigative journalism, absurdist news. We get out there. We do the groundwork so you don't have to. Uh, so I guess which, out of the three of us, who wants to go and capture the lobster?
0: Oh, hell yeah. I'll capture the lobster.
2: Okay, cool. And well, then how are you going to test whether or not it is a fish or a man?
0: All right. I'm going to start off with the basic lobster trap. If okay. it doesn't work, then okay, This if he doesn't fit, then I know it's a man. Unless it's a lobster-sized <laughs> man, then I need a bigger trap. You know what I mean? I
2: I'm not gonna lie, when you started out that statement, I thought you meant you were gonna set up lobster traps around your local community and see if any humans get trapped inside of the lobster traps, because then you could confirm, like, oh shit, lobsters are human. I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna buy an Ac- I'm gonna buy the Acme lobster trap. I'm gonna put a stick under it and put like little food there, like whatever lobsters eat, and just hope that Mr. Lobster Man just comes out of nowhere and I can trap him.
2: Dave's just sitting like in a park with this like lobster trap set up, and he's like, uh oh. Here comes Agnes! Oh, Agnes! Come on! You got into the trap last week. We already know. Come on, come Agnes! On. Can you just... Oh, Agnes! Oh, I, this is just sad. I'm now. like the
0: wily coyote of lobster trappers, just waiting for it to come by. <laughs>
1: Marks, Marks, how would you determine a lobster fisherman?
2: You know, the only way that you would be able to determine whether a lobster was a fisherman man is if you can teach the lobster fear. That's the same. I thing I was I'm gonna thinking. go with mortality, but actually, wow. fear
0: is right there too. <laughs> that's pretty <dirt>. good. <laughs> All right, I, I wanna I wanna go down this road. Max, how would you teach the lobster fear? Do you get like a boiling pot of water? I, the, well,
2: no, the boiling pot of water is just so it like so it doesn't feel fear, right? So that's out of the question. But okay. Max, go ahead.
0: Yeah, but uh, I think what
1: you have to do. Well, my assumption would be like, the man already knows what fear is, right? Okay. So you that. have to find something that the lobster would not be afraid of but the man would which I think is actually the opposite of teaching the lobster fear but <laughs> I think like like a really big like goat a goat
2: yeah okay I thought you were going to put a lobster down on a table and then pull out like a gun or something <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> oh that, that might table be better be like... <laughs> but like it's, it's a lot more efficient than finding a goat I just said
1: <laughs> on an abnormally large goat Because I don't think a man would be afraid of a regular goat. But a lobster almost certainly doesn't
2: know what a goat is. So would you not prove that the lobster is not human if it was afraid of the goat because the humans aren't afraid of the goat? A fish
1: doesn't know what a goat is, so it's probably not afraid of it. Okay. Regardless of size. Yep. Well, a a man seeing a goat that's two times the size of
2: a goat... (laughs) Terrified. <laughs> so, what I'm hearing is we need to figure out how to make horse goat. And once we make horse yeah. goat, then we can test it with the humans yeah. to confirm that side of it. So, then when we show the lobster the goat and it freaks out, then we can say that the lobster is banned. Yes also too in the workflow i would like to say we should probably start with the lobster first because if in fact the lobster is not afraid of the goat then we wasted a lot of resources in making horse goat to scare humans and we've created an abomination that will roam the streets of transylvania i don't know why transylvania came to the
1: yeah, i would not getting that. it because the because lob- we have to do the lobster first because the lobster is a fish or a man
0: I guess. He, Anyways, he, he kind of makes a point. If we're trying to figure out if the lobsters, <laughs> a fish or a man, you have to get the goat regardless. Yes, thank you. <laughs> finally, I can't believe I. took got the Somebody. I can't. Got I <laughs> somebody, I can't finally, no, don't somebody, tell me you were just setting up for that somebody and fucking joke this entire, goat. entire time. <laughs> I can't believe I took the side right. on that. We're by, moving on. To by the way, number three. we <laughs> avoided the police officers looking at the round. It's like we should call the police on this fire ban. We just completely avoided that. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well.
1: I don't suppose any of the Mounties have an abnormally large goat they ride around on. I,
0: I don't think so, no. <laughs> I don't think the goat will solve their problem with a burning van. Oh, I think does a moose kind of be like a giant goat? Okay,
2: we're moving on to article number three. We spent too much time discussing goat logic. But, uh, alright, so, article number three. This one is called, Leo Minister Firefighters, Rescue Man Who Climbed Up Tree to Rescue Cat. So. <laughs> A man trying to retrieve a treed cat in Leominister wound up in need of rescue himself, with firefighters ultimately pulling both him and the cat free. Ian Patella said his cat went up a tree in their yard on Hanover Street and would not come down. We waited for him to come down, said Jill Patella, Ian's mother. Nothing was happening, so our (laughs) contractor came this morning and said, I'm going to go get him out. Contractor James Brennan grabbed his ladder and went into the tree. But as he climbed higher, so did the cat. Hmm. I got up 60 feet or so, and my belt got caught up in the tree. Brennan said I was kind of hung up in the tree. Fire and rescue crews filled the neighborhood as they got Brennan down. Well, we've seen it before people up in the trees, but it's a rare call for us, said Deputy Chief Scott Cordillo. Cordillo. Yeah, Cordillo. It's easy to go up. Coming down, not so easy. Seeing Mrs. Patella, she was highly upset, so I just did what I had to do, said Brennan, and that is the end of the article.
0: That's a bad day for that man. <laughs> just trying to save your local cat or your pet cat. You're trying to get fluffy. Next thing you know, wrong, wrong, run one wrong step, easy for me to say, and you're just dangling like a Christmas ornament. And you just gotta wait for the naked firemen to come down and rescue you. <laughs> this is an
1: interesting episode of Nudes and Prudes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, this only is Nudes and Prudes if the man in the tree is actually Amish. Well, there
0: course. you go. They, oh,
1: I mean, the firefighter community is pretty squarely on the nudist
0: side. <laughs> <laughs> do. Are but, they? <laughs> wait, I, I, this sounds like a dumb question. Do, okay. Do Amish people have cats as pets they probably they i mean i'd imagine they do they have like barns right but yeah but they have barns so they have like uh i would imagine them as having sheep cows goats etc etc maybe a dog to ra- wrangle the sheep around i wouldn't envi- i wouldn't envision uh the amish as as cat lovers but barns have cats right generally they do I keep them myself yes
2: so Okay, here's a fun story.
0: (laughs) Okay, Max brings up a good point, by the way, with the mice. So,
2: yeah, no, like the mice is actually a huge point. But um, where I used to live, across the street was a a farm where, like, ninety percent sure that those people who own that farm were definitely avoiding some taxes or doing something sketchy because they just abandoned their farm, and so there was just this abandoned farm full of like uh, chickens. Turkeys and other animals that would just like roam around outside because they were like, well, what the fuck else are we going to do? So I went over there one time and what do you call it? it was kind of kind of creepy, but also kind of cool, too, because then, as soon as we showed up, the chickens and the turkeys were like, yo, what's up? Where's our food, bitch? And we were like, Uh, we don't got it. But interesting enough there was a cat that had recently given birth to a bunch of kittens because oh. there were a bunch of kittens walking around with the chickens and the turkeys and stuff like that. So I definitely think that cats would probably be like an Amish pet, you know?
0: I, I That means the kittens probably think themselves as chickens. Huh. Is that how that works? <laughs> well, maybe if you see an animal, it's like, you know, if if it's one of those things like a, 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 t- a baby tiger hangs out with a with a lion. Oh, it thinks it's a lion. Or a puppy hanging out with a cat. Oh, it thinks it's a cat. So, because of its surroundings. So maybe because of the surroundings, the like kitten see all they see is roosters and chickens. They think, oh, I'm a rooster or chicken as well.
2: How disappointed do you think it is when the cat realizes that they can't fly?
0: <laughs> I mean, you about know, as disappointing it's...
1: as when a chicken figures out they can't fly.
0: <laughs> oh fuck, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was thinking about like the wild turkeys cuz wild turkeys can fly but you, I said chicken you are 100% correct
0: <laughs> man marks uh, that's uh zoology 101 for you damn <laughs>
2: I am now going to uh, resign as the uh, moderator of this podcast. I would like to congratulate Max on his new promotion because clearly I am not fit anymore to do this because I bought chickens and fly.
1: Don't Uh, give
0: it to Max, please.
1: It's not, it's not, he doesn't give it to someone. The moderator of the podcast, as we established before we did this, is the one who demonstrates the leading knowledge in zoology at the time. (laughs) <laughs> it's been marked for a while, but finally, with the new revelation that chickens can't fly, I've taken the lead.
0: Damn it! All right, well, Max, give us article number four then. Uh, All <laughs> right, uh, very so good. That's article number four. Article <laughs> number Let's four. Discuss. The lovely.
2: <laughs> Let's run through the
0: articles. I think the fake so, articles number four. <laughs> Oh,
2: article number four is called Freeze! Japanese police pause raids so suspects can come out and check their temperatures to ensure they don't have the coronavirus. So... Police off- Japanese police officers raiding a property in Japan were interrupted by a suspect checking their temperatures to ensure that they don't have the coronavirus. Footage shows one officer attempting to saw their way into the headquarters of Chukakuha, a leftist group in the Edogawa district of Tokyo. Before a second officer can come up and grab his electric saw, a door opens just off to the side and two men wearing protective masks exit out of that door. Those two men were representatives from the group, then suggest that instead that they use the door that they had just walked out of. (laughs) Uh, However, before before they are let in, the police officers then lined up and have one of the COVID-19 thermometer guns aimed at their head before they were allowed to enter into the property. According to the NHK, the Chukakua has commented that the recent raid has been perceived as an unjustified investigation. And that is the end of the article.
1: <laughs> Max? Uh, I mean, better safe
0: than sorry. I guess so. <laughs> uh, so I'll ask the, I guess I'll ask, I guess an obvious question. What were they raiding for again? Was it like drugs or something?
2: It was just like this group is known to be causing a little bit of a ruckus from time to time. So I think the police were raiding them because they were looking for one of the like head people of the group or whatever. And yeah, I mean. You know, we, we see all sorts of crazy stuff over here, but it sounds like everything is very civil in Japan by the sounds
0: of it. I, I love the fact they were just... It, it, it sounds like a TV show. Like, they're getting ready to rock this all oh, this door down. They were super pumped, and then all of a sudden they hear, squeak, and this two guys walk by like, oh, let's go over there, let's go over there, let's go over there, go.
1: And then sounds we get like, like a Monty like, Python skit. It
0: really does. And then all of a sudden they they like... They see these guys in mass, and I love how you say COVID-19 gun, because I'm, I'm, I'm picking like an AK, and they just shoot bullets at him, and it, once it hits the person, it pops up. A digital uh, thermometer degree just pops up, saying, uh, uh, 98 degrees, okay, he's fine, this one, boom! 103 degrees. Get him. He has COVID. That's like one it has a little sad face. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots him, knocks him out. Sad face. Oh, coronavirus. Let's arrest them, boys. We got it. Let's get him. Imagine two,
2: like the police officers are just like lined up. They're all having like their temperatures ready to go as they're like coming in. And the, the two people from the group are just like, beep. Okay, you're good to go. Officer, you can head on in. And then the last guy of the group like walks up and they go, beep. Oh man, so, I am so sorry. I awkward. can't <laughs> let you into the building right now. Like, you got a hundred on our gun. And he's just like, but like, the, 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 I'm sorry, man. I,
0: he points the other guy. Go. He points the other guy. He murders someone. Oh hey, You have you have the virus.
2: You look over at the other officer just has like a gun raised and there's a body on
0: the ground and he's like,
2: "But but and he's like, "100 degrees. I'm sorry, I can't let you in."
1: Maybe that's what the mounties ran into. Oh maybe. <laughs> so what so if they're just like, "Oh, man, ah, oh, you all have coronavirus. You all have fevers." <laughs> I think I'll have to come, have come back federal. in like 14 days.
2: Sorry. You like check the temper- you check the temperature gun, and there's just like a still image of like a temperature of like 102 degrees. You're all 132
1: on the thing. degrees. <laughs> oh no! You nuts. You
0: guys should get that checked out. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hate, you know, I hate. I <laughs> hate to be that detective. It's like I've been chasing this guy for two years. Today's the day. He scans him. Oh. Listen, you quarantine yourself for 14 days, but you don't go away. <laughs> you don't leave the country, all right? I've been waiting two years. You stay right there. 14 days later, damn it, I told him not to get away. Oh, man. Uh, Foiled foil the, foil the, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that all
2: three of us are at the same time. <laughs>
0: So yeah, it's tough being a detective in Japan. Not the clearly, job but uh, in the world.
2: clearly, but you know, I'm glad that they're at least taking their public health measures
1: appropriately. speaking of the hardest jobs in the world, let's run down these
2: articles.
0: Yeah, I'll say.
2: I'm kind of offended. All right, well, anyways, uh, article number one is. Nudists with a 55 year old fire truck help firefighters contain a wildfire in Tennessee. Article number two Somebody should call the police, says RCMP officers watching van being torched. Article number three Leo Minister firefighters rescue man who climbed up tree to rescue cat. And article number four Freeze! Japanese police pause raids so suspects can come out and check their temperatures to ensure that they don't have coronavirus. Max, Dave, Discuss.
0: Uh, what are you thinking? I've got an idea. Uh, this one's hard. I, I think it's a little hard. I think it's a little hard too, honestly. Um. Look, I, I'll tell you the one I believe. I do believe in the Mounty one. Really? And I, I, I kind of believe in the Mounty one. Um, everything else, I don't know. Really? I believe the third one. I think that, okay. Yeah, I can see that. I, think I can see third. that. Um, I, can I see that.
1: Think I believe the fourth as well. Actually, that one I'm leaning towards a little bit. I mean, it's like if the police are coming in anyway, you
0: might as well check their temperatures. Uh, I I don't know how it is. Obviously, it's a culture thing in Japan, but yeah. I would imagine as a as a as a police officer that okay, you see the suspect and. You, I'm not. Again, I, I know Mark said it earlier, and I completely forgot. I know they're trying to turn down the ruckus, mm-hmm. but I feel like if there's a complaint, you know, the there will be like an arrest there, and the coronav- and, will, and the and the checking of temperature will be after the fact. You yeah, know what well, I
1: mean, I mean. No,
0: I mean. I I'm, I think also, you might have a
1: misconception, w- Dave, that the police were checking their temperatures.
0: I, could, I, I probably do. Mark, so you were going to say something?
2: Yes. I would like to reaffirm that based on what you kind of said, too. The people who, like, the police were raiding, they checked the police's temperatures before they let them inside oh, to raid them.
0: Okay, okay. I, I apologize then. So I got that completely confused. E- even <laughs> then, it, it sounds strange that they would have the police officers would be like, okay, yeah, you're right. L- let me... Check my temperature before I enforce the law.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, why not? Like, if there is, the, I mean, they're, like, sawing their way in. The the guys are like, hey, <laughs> you guys can come through this door. We just want to check your temp.
0: <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it just sounds a little weird to me. Um, the first one, I can I can believe a little bit. I mean, I, I, I honestly don't know. So, But I'm guessing you're going with the fisherman one.
1: I am, yeah. I just just a cop being like someone should call the cops this ah uh, that's fake news i think i think that's a <laughs> fake news title uh yeah i can see that uh probably some niche canadian shit he's trying to it could be pull one I, out I don't know us. he's trying to put a rug under us and pull it out at the same time that jerk I, that sneaky marks
2: don't fucking expose my strategies here, Max. What the fuck? I had I had so carefully put that carpet underneath you guys, Shut up, and now marks. you just notice that. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> marks,
0: and it's not a comfortable carpet either. Like you walk on a barefoot, and it just itches all over the place.
2: Oh, it's a scratchy one, and you know it. Oh, it's definitely <laughs> a
0: scratchy one for sure. Uh, Max, I'm kind of stubborn, so mm-hmm. your point is super valid, but I'm gonna stick <clears throat> with I'm gonna stick with the I'm gonna stick uh, stick with the cops getting checked with coronavirus.
2: Okay, so Dave is going article number four. Yes. And Max is going article number two. All right. Let's do this. Let's do it. Much to my delight, the first true article is Nudists with a 55 year old fire truck help firefighters contain a wildfire in Tennessee is true. (laughs)
0: Yep.
1: It's like gone with the wind, just are flapping. Would
2: that like hurt your thighs? You know, like it just like the. Pop, 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 pop. I don't think I like it's like I'd
1: that f- aggressive. I think it's more of like a flag proudly waving.
2: Yeah, but like also too, keep in mind if you're like driving fast on this fire truck, like it's not slow by any means.
0: A flag proudly <laughs> waving. <laughs>
2: Jeez, Max is a huge dick. We get it. All right. So <laughs>
0: the next true
2: article I say it. is <laughs> Leo Minister Firefighters Rescue Man Who Climbed Up Tree to Rescue Cat. That is also true. Mm-hmm. You guys suss that one out pretty easily. All right. All right. <clears throat> so
0: we will have because
2: winner. the last time, the last couple of episodes, we've always asked just like, oh, what would you guys like here? Fuck that. The fake news article this week is... Somebody should call the police, says yeah. RCMP officers watching van being torched. So, congratulations, Max. I'm sorry, Dave. Unf- not unfortunately. I think no, that this no, is no. actually pretty funny. No, <laughs> no, no, it's all right. It's <laughs> all Japanese right. Japanese police pause raids so suspects can come out and check their temperatures to ensure they don't have coronavirus. Is in fact true. Checked multiple times. It actually went viral because the clip of them having their temperatures being checked. Like, it exploded on Twitter, so that one is actually true.
0: Man, that's, that's, I can't complain. I'm, I'm okay with that. I mean, that's unbelievably Uh, awesome, honestly. I think
1: we, uh, I think we threw marks for a little loop, because when he was explaining the second article, he's like, oh, we're going to talk about the Mounties a bit in a minute. I think he had, like, this constructed plan to make us think that, like, the Mounted Canadian police are not effective. (laughs) I don't. We'll, mean, I mean, that's toward, another
2: discussion for another we took time.
1: The rug out from under him with lobster
0: fisherman. Also, all,
2: I wasn't expecting that at all.
0: Also, I'm noticing my weakness when I find one stupid thing about the article and then I drift off and I completely forget about <laughs> yep. the article. I gotta. So I gotta stop doing that.
2: <laughs> I do want to read some excerpts from this article because I heavily doctored this thing. Because, okay, case in point. Armed with semi-automatic pistols and protected by bulletproof vests, emblazoned with the words police, the 12 law enforcement officers wondered when it was appropriate to alert the authorities. Are death threats and hate crimes illegal in Canada? questioned one of the local RCMP dispatch officers. My brother knows a cop, so maybe I'll call him before I report this. Can you see why I had to change a lot of this
1: article? (laughs) We've gotten to that point.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's okay. But congratulations, Max. Yeah, thank you. You saw right through my scratchy rug. I guess. Yeah. I guess Yay. your nerve endings are still alive on your feet. Yeah. Dave, well, you have hobbit feet.
1: because it's, it's so I do have hobbit feet. You should've done a soft rug. I want to know this. You know, it's
2: true. It's true. It's true. But congratulations, nonetheless, and congratulations to the listener for finishing this episode of Absurdist News. Uh, If you enjoyed listening to this, then consider following, subscribing, doing whatever the fuck you do on whatever podcast and platform you are listening to us on. And of course, if you have a friend, then I would recommend you tell them to listen to a short episode because we do the briefs on the Saturdays where it's just a quick four-minute little delight for your ears. Uh, Otherwise, we're also on Twitter. We run polls. We post highlights at Absurdist underscore news. See, I really took that constructive feedback that Max gave me at the beginning of the episode and tried to change up this whole outro, so I decided to do it in a little bit of an improvised song, but Max, on a scale of 1 to 10, was that pleasing, or should I never do it again?
1: Uh, I just want to say if you've made it this far, still luckily, none of our other episodes are that musical, so please come back. <laughs> but if you absurdist don't, I the understand. Musical in the works. Absurdist <laughs> musical. <laughs>
2: Yikes. watch out uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker we're coming for you. Uh, but alright that's gonna wrap up this one so thank you so much for listening to Absurdist News I'm Marks I'm Max I'm Dave and we'll catch you next Wednesday for a brand new episode of Absurdist News see you
0: then Woo-hoo.